Welcome back. We hope you guys are enjoying the holiday season as we're uh, nearing the end of uh, 2023. Uh, and actually, on that note, in our last episode, we talked about how uh, Google is closing up the portal to enable the Bluetooth accessibility on our your Stadia controllers. Even though that's true, uh, according to their latest revision on the Stadia website, they have updated it to show that December 31st, 2024 will be the date of that closure for the portal. So oh, okay. that should give everyone plenty of time to bring their controller back to life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so not, uh, not much of pressure there then. Right, right. It went from three weeks to 12 months. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we have quite a few Apple topics here. There's some small ones. The first one has to do with an important Apple designer by the name of Peter Russell Clark. Uh, he has apparently oh, yeah. left the company after 20 years, and if you don't know who he is, because I don't, uh, he is more known for having worked with John Ive on many devices such as the iMac, the iPod Nano, rest in peace, MacBook Pro, and MacBook Air. Uh, in fact, his name is actually listed on more than 1,000 Apple patents, and I'll be honest, like I mentioned, I really didn't know of him, and I kind of feel bad because it really seems like he was an essential part in the development of these devices. So I don't know if you're familiar with him, but uh, it's pretty sad to see another long-term employee uh, leave after so long. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with him. I just saw the article earlier this week, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize he was on that many patents. No, I didn't know either. Uh, the other one is Apple is permanently closing its Apple Royal Hawaiian retail store next month, which has been opened for 15 years. Uh, now, as for the employees at this establishment, they will all be moved to the other two stores in Hawaii, Apple Kahala mm. and Apple Ala Moana. So, yeah. We, we don't really get those names up here in the States. No, uh, not, a, not at the time. The closest one I can think of is North Lakes, but that sounds more you know fancy, the, the whole... <laughs> Kahala, Mahala, whatever. Moana. I better not say anything because that could be cursing in Hawaiian. So that would be funny if they named a part of their state after a curse word. Um, German has rumored that Apple will be releasing MagSafe in its iPad lineup for 2024. So we've mentioned a lot regarding uh, this lineup, whether that be the yeah. M3 chips uh, or a few other uh, named things. But uh, MagSafe, honestly, I'm. I'm a little more excited about this. I feel like it's it's needed. Um, I think that depending on how they go about it, it could be very well uh, set up. So I don't see. I'm a little bit on the opposite. I'd hate to dive into this part, but I'm really not that big of a fan on pushing MagSafe on iPads. You said iPads, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the, the tablet is so big and everything like that. I mean, I just don't necessarily see the advancement of it because it's not like it's boosting the speed of the charging at all. And it's just, I don't know. That's just me. Right. I can see some people being excited about it. Obviously, you know, you're kind of looking forward to it. But yeah, I, I would just... I guess it's just a 50-50 shot. Yeah, I would just push back slightly and just say, like I said, it would depend on how they go about doing it because obviously I think you would need a little bit bigger of an actual wireless charger to do it. And especially with Qi wireless charging, they're going to increase their efficiency <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah, I could see both sides, but... Yeah, I think yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I was just thinking, like, he's a little, little bit bigger. I'm, like, thinking, okay, are they going to use a Frisbee or something here or what? Uh, <laughs> but, Could be. Hey, yeah, you never know. I guess, yeah, like, we'll, we'll have to see how that turns out. Um, 
we, we I think we've heard about rumors about that. We just weren't sure. It looks like it's getting more and more um, stable as far as uh, how that's going to turn mm-hmm. about. But um, yeah. Another real quick thing in relation to Apple is that they've released uh, a 2.1 update to macOS Sonoma and iOS 17. Nothing really major in regards to the update, purely just a bug fix release. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you are experiencing any issues on either of those platforms, this could fix that. Uh, they also released prior gen updates with iOS and iPadOS uh, 16.7.4. So those are also available for download. If Sweet. You That's good. Yep. Uh, and then we move right on to Google. Again, a few uh, minor topics here. Um, first one is Google has apparently been working to differentiate between RCS and SMS text. Simply put, the yes. following images here I'm showing right now um, show that Google Messages now shows a different wallpaper depending on which you are utilizing. Uh, and I think yep. the, the two images were like a darker color and then a lighter color. So, And apparently there's no – you can't change them. And there's no different wallpapers that you can change to, uh, but uh, allegedly uh, Google will be releasing new ones for you to choose from, but they'll still be dependent on if you're using RCS or SMS. So, Okay, okay. Yeah, because that was going to be a bummer if, like, you couldn't change them. I know. if they're yeah. going to have wallpaper, you might as well have the option. But at least, you know, we know that's coming. Exactly. That's cool, though. Yep. And uh, Google is rumored to be releasing a new, more advanced Google Assistant that really heavily hones into the AI side of things. We've discussed a lot this year, Google, uh, Apple, and then maybe even Samsung, especially, uh, trying to hone in on the whole AI advancement technology, stuff like that. And uh, yeah. This has allegedly been coined Pixie and is rumored to be released with the Pixel 9 and 9 Pro. Um, I don't know what this would bring about, and I'm not sure how advanced Google is going with this, but I assume as best as technology can provide, um, we'll have to see how that kind of shows up. So, Two things came to mind. Okay. <clears throat> I can already think of one of one, them. One, well, you probably are... Uh, Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Peter Pan. Um that was that was one. The other one is it's a Google take on Bixby. Yeah. I think so. So yeah, I guess except I think this is gonna be far better than Bixby. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. If you've ever used Samsung phone with Bixby, that wasn't really the most amazing thing. Even I know. I'm not it saying it was better than Siri by any oh, yeah, means, no. but uh, they were they were both kind of had their issues, so Yeah. Um yeah, not really too much of a surprise there. Like you said, we have been talking about that a lot. So I feel like 2023 has been the year of AI, uh, at least predominantly compared to uh, 2022. And For sure. who knows how it's going to change in, in the next year here. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And then the last one is Gmail. And you might like this one as well, JD. Uh, Gmail is now making it easier for users to unsubscribe from emails. Yes, we know the dreaded that. almost vaguely seeable unsubscribe button that is on an email sent to you and honestly it is mildly infuriating if not very however as you'll see in this image gmail is now forcing that unsubscribe button to the right next to the sender's name and email not only that but when you hover over the email itself um you will now have that option as well to unsubscribe immediately from there so this is long overdue (laughs) i mean we've had the same minor unsubscribe button where it's hard to find it since 2014 and i'll be honest it's been a nightmare for a lot of people it's been annoying for me when i've been on a email list and i've 
want to get rid of it, but it's just been such a tedious thing to do. But glad Google's yeah, kind of like getting scroll down that. to the bottom. It's yes. a small text. Yeah. The uh, the funny thing I had when you were talking about how it's long overdue, the funny thing is is that they implement small skip ad buttons, but that unsubscribe they can't seem to make bigger. Yeah, uh, it's true. <laughs> Very true. It's ridiculous. It's just counterintuitive, but whatever. Yep. Although astrophotography has been on the Pixel phones for a while, Google removed the ultra-wide astrophotography back in 2020 due to quality complaints. Mm. Just recently, however, Google has brought back this feature. Currently, it's only available on the Pixel 8 Pro, and I'm personally under the assumption that it will stay at that model. It won't be available on any other ones. Just because the... 8 Pro sports a 48 megapixel sensor on the yes, ultra wide. I was just going to say that, yeah. And uh, we assume that Google is uh, utilizing pixel binning to provide a higher quality when shooting ultra wide astrophotography on that model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as for those who are wondering for the base 9 of next year, in hopes that you could maybe get that feature on the lower end, uh, we don't have any rumors yet. Uh, as far as more megapixels on the ultra-wide sensor, although I'm sure the 9 Pro will either maintain or exceed uh, the current specs for that ultra-wide sensor. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that one just because I've used astrophotography on the Pixel, but I didn't get to have that ultra-wide effect uh, or, I guess, seen. Mm-hmm. So I know you haven't used any as of yet, but uh, they were really nice. I liked it. Well, yeah, no, uh, I, I think uh, astrophotography was a major staple uh, back on the Pixel 4, wasn't it? I think so. I can't remember the I think that's when they Pixel, originally yeah. added it. But, um, yeah, it's been one of those things where uh, people have been finding it very extraordinary and very helpful and really fun to use. Especially if you're Samsung. <laughs> we won't get into that, but, yes, especially no, Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I'm glad they added that back. And honestly, I kind of forgot that they actually got rid of that. So, um, but at least it's on the new one, but, and I'm yeah. glad that they're going to also upgrade that lens, hopefully, and make it even better. So hopefully, yep. But, uh, we'll go ahead and move right along to deals here. The first one we have is the Razer Blade 17. Uh, this is the 17 inch, uh, laptop with 14th gen Intel CPU, uh, and it's got one terabyte of SSD, 32 gig- uh, gigabytes of DDR5 RAM. It was at 3799 but it's now at 2299 on Amazon. So wow. It's a major deal right there. Yep. What gen processor? Uh, 14th gen. Wow. i7? Or no, that's an i9, isn't it? Yep, Core i9. That's a really good deal, actually. <clears throat> it is, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Pixel Fold is discounted $350. You can get this deal straight through Google, uh, but it is available through other retailers like Amazon and Best Buy. Uh, this discount is for both the 256 and 512 variants, and the deal is offered prior to any trading deals. So you can probably even get it lower than that if you if you wanted to. So About time. Um... <laughs> uh, sticking right along with Google, uh, YouTube is making a small revision to how ads are shown. Uh, they will begin grouping ads together to create larger breaks, which will reduce the number of ad breaks in a video. Uh, in addition, instead of showing the number of ads, it will show the duration that's left before you can skip. Whether or not you're in favor of this, Google released a sur- survey statistic that stated 79% of viewers favored, quote, video ads that are grouped together instead of distributed throughout a video, unquote. 
which I have to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, now, the disappointing side of all this is that, at least from viewers' perspective, you will start seeing ads on your TV between shorts. So, mm. kind of a bummer there, but... Well, I don't know really anyone that watches shorts on their TV, but... Uh... That's the funny thing I was actually going to bring up. Um, yeah, I wasn't really sure how many people actually do that. I'm actually one of them, but really? I don't do it that often. Yeah, just because it's kind of fun to watch shorts with my wife and stuff like that. And actually, oh. instead of having to send it between Facebook and stuff, okay. you can just see it together. Yeah, that's true. So I don't do it that often, but yeah, it, it is something that, yeah, you know, we kind of entertain ourselves from every, every once in a while. So. Um, I agree with you. I don't, th- I think it's, I think it's fine. I actually, when I was reading yeah. this article, because I did see it, I immediately thought of this idea, and maybe you agree with this as well, that YouTube is heading into the sort of, because like we mentioned the last week, they are becoming a cable type of uh, thing that you can utilize. And so I'm wondering if they're going to yeah. start bringing about that type of advertisement where it's going to be, you can't skip it, um, you have to watch the entire thing or something like that i don't know i just get the sense that they might start doing that maybe it may not even be right now maybe two three maybe four years down the road but uh it's just i don't know it's just a thought yeah because i i start getting that feeling i I can actually see exactly where you're coming from because i get that feeling when i'm watching youtube especially like with various channels like you're watching them cook or demonstrate something or whether they're creating whatever yeah uh, yeah, you kind of feel like it is TV, and it's like the minute you get a notification, oh, I'm going to watch that episode or that upload or whatever. So, exactly. yeah, that does make sense. Um, it would kind of be sad to see it go that way. Uh, at that point in time, if you're s- – it depends on how long it takes to get to you know the end where you can actually skip it. So at that point in time, you may as well just have you know 15-second ads or something like mm-hmm. that, and let's just be done with it. I don't know how that's going to, you know, unfold like you were saying. It, I'm it not be sure. Ways off, but, <laughs> yeah, in either case. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It's, it's a dreaded nightmare to think about that, but it's probably going to happen. Um, we have rumors regarding what is being coined as the Nothing Phone 2A. This coming from tipster Yogesh Brar, stating that this phone will contain your standard things on a phone you would normally see nowadays. 120 hertz display, dual 50 megapixel camera sensors in the back, Android 14, 6 gigs of RAM, 120 of storage. Okay, maybe a little below average, but basically the same thing as we're seeing. However, Depends on if you're talking about Android or iOS. <laughs> yes, very distinct point there. Thank you, JD. However, there are some major key differences considering this is a more watered-down version of the phone, too. Uh, that is, number one, a redesigned glyph system, and instead of using a Snapdragon 8th Gen series, nothing has chosen to go with Dimensity 7200 chip. Oh. Yeah. Um, Brock continues on mentioning that the 2A will launch at the Mobile World Congress in 2024. This goes with the fact that nothing has already sent out invites for the event on February 27th, uh, where the Nothing Phone 3 will be launched. The price of this phone supposedly will come to $400. So yeah, nothing is going down the road of providing lesser versions of the main lineup, which is fine. I'm just hoping that it's not going to be so much of a letdown where you have like a lesser product, like a lesser price, but not a great product. Like I feel like it needs to balance out itself. And I, I think Apple does a great job with that. That's one thing I will say when they do lower a version of a phone and lower the price, it, it, 
it equalizes out pretty much like with the se so yeah well i'll have to wait and see how that uh se4 comes out but i know um, i saw that yeah yeah that that continues to unfold it does we thought it was going to happen and then it wasn't going to happen and we still don't know what's going on so yeah, we're, we're, we're beyond that right now, so we're not going to make that any more convoluted than it already is. It remains uh, to be un-SE'd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to tell. your original statement, um, yeah, so the concerns I have would be the, uh, pix- uh, the, the camera sensors and the processor. Mm-hmm. We're at the point where the battery life, I don't really have an issue with it. Yeah. Or not necessarily the battery life, but the capacity. I'll specify mm-hmm. that because the battery life can be determined on the processor. True. Yep. I still have some Doubts. skepticism with Dimensity. Yeah. Um, I could see just because I'm from. not really sure. I was I was expecting you to say because I actually hadn't read everything on the two A. Two A, but yeah. I was hoping they would go with a seventh gen instead of jumping to a dimensity yeah it's just gonna be something yeah. we're gonna have to see how it how it unfolds and how it yeah. performs um but yeah really that would be the main things would be the chipset and the camera sensors for me outside of that i don't really think it's gonna be a big deal i That's think lifts are gonna be great nothing os was really impressive for me once i got the phone too i enjoyed so, it as well yeah that's yeah. kind of where i stand yeah yep in either case, in the latest patch notes from Mo Yang for the preview of Minecraft 1.20.60.23, there have been multiple fixes and bugs addressed. There have also been some additions such as the neutral mob armadillo, as well as wolf armor, which is used to tame wolves. That said, along with other features and updates, one of the main things that may catch many gamers' attention, specifically on the Microsoft side of things, is the addition of 4K support for Xbox Series consoles. Oh. Okay. Now, I'm not a diehard Minecraft gamer. I kind of dip in and out of it every once in a while, so I, but I do enjoy it. a very creative person. But you would have thought that this would have been added by now. I'm not sure if that's just a very limited perspective of mine, but that's just how I feel. In either case, I'm obviously in favor of the update. And uh, looking forward to when it hits a, a public release. So, yeah, um, to kind of go with the first thing you said, uh, I have actually not been keeping track of what's in the new 1.20 update, and I didn't know there was armadillos <laughs> and or wolf armor. That's interesting. Um, but to go to your main point, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a slightly thing that's a little bit overdue. Um, I'm in favor with it, obviously as well. Although I don't have an Xbox yet. But, uh, yeah, I I don't see the reason why they shouldn't have released that by now. It's I mean, 4K has been, I think, for, like, I don't know how many years now. What, eight? Maybe something like that. I mean, the only thing that I could say to take your position and play devil's advocate is that it's not, like, the most necessary thing when it comes to Minecraft because they're not yes. the biggest thing on graphics. So that's the only thing that I feel like they had going for them to, you know... As to why they would keep on with with, with the re- regular uh, resolution, but yeah. So I mean, outside of that, then I'm just like I feel like that's more of a standard nowadays than mm-hmm. it is. You know, ooh, we're finally getting 4K. 
Uh, <laughs> I know it's it's not something to really wander over or anything like that because now we have 8K and then you know soon it'll be the next thing. Right, uh, right. It's so not it's as exciting like, yeah. anymore, but it's still it it still has that touch of being interesting for sure. But yeah, yep. Uh, on the next topic, T-Mobile is doing something a little out of the ordinary. Uh, they plan to offer some customers the chance to add a free line without prerequisites, with the cost credited back monthly for el- eligible customers. The offer is limited to bring-your-own-device, uh, which is buy-odd, lines excluding phone financing, which makes sense. If you're going to have a free line, you're not going to be able to kind of get into the whole, you know, doing a monthly plan for a phone that would just be horrible on t-mobile's part they wouldn't get any money back uh the selection of eligible customers appears targeted and those with existing free lines may not qualify to check eligibility contact t-mobile or visit their stores and if if their support is unsure as to what you're talking about refer to the internal document or 18818 Support representatives will assign eligibility based on the account segment page, and if your account shows an inactive buy-odd line discount ID 230289, you'll be immediately ineligible. I don't know what that means necessarily, but there you go. Just some extra information for you to know if that's going to happen or not. I don't really have anything to say to that. But just no, it's not like anything. Plans, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I'm not going to get that. I can't, like, <laughs> probably not going to. <laughs> right. So the final news for this episode stems from an ongoing investigation concerning Apple's use of the hardware that powers the blood oxygen feature on various Apple Watch models. Okay. That hardware is said to have been originally invented by Massimo Corporation based out of Irving, California. And as such, Apple falls under a patent violation that elicits the ban from the International Trade Commission of any models that contain this hardware. Due to this violation, Apple stated that starting December 21st at 12 p.m. Pacific time, they will suspend all sales of the Apple Watch Series 9 and Series (sighs) Ultra 2, both of which support the blood oxygen hardware. Now, it's worth noting that this, this suspension will only impact sales here in the States, as well as the fact that these models will still be available at third party retailers such as Best Buy, Amazon, and the like while supplies last. Now, there was hope from Apple that the Biden administration would review the court's order and veto the ban. However, with the latest influx of news, a review has been made and the presidential administration will not intervene. Furthermore, software engineers over Apple are scrambling to develop a fix for this that can be released via a software update. The problem is, Joe Chiani, the CEO for Massimo, states that due to the fact that the patent is in patent infringement is hardware based a software fix would not address the violation uh keanu further states that he is more than willing to work with apple on a settlement but apple has yet to reach out to the company concerning this matter so we will keep you up to date on what's going on and how this unfolds but i mean for now there's really not too much to comment on other than it is what it is so i feel like this is now the second time this year that apple has and maybe they didn't know uh, maybe they did, I'm not sure. But the second time Apple has done something unknowingly to the fact that's already been a patent or there's already a name for it. I think the other time was with the Apple Vision Pro. That name was already taken from, I think, a Chinese oh. company. I forget what it was called. It was probably a well-known one. But, um, yeah, that that stinks, honestly, though, when you have something. and it, what The question that really 
irks me, and maybe you were going to say this too, JD, why did it take him this long to realize that their patent was being used or their technical patent was being used? That part I don't understand. And I'm not really sure exactly when they switched over to this. So, like, I don't know what series watch actually started with this implementation of the hardware. So mm-hmm. I would have to dig deeper and research how that works out. Um, that's a good question, though. I don't know why it took yeah. them that long. The CEO is under the belief that this was knowingly done by Apple. Okay. So mm. I don't know how that necessarily pans out, how much factor is to that. Um, I think Apple was drawing attention to this with, you know, the suspension of sales in hopes to, you know, say, hey, Biden, can you veto this? I don't know. That's Kiani's perspective. So we'll kind of have to see how that yeah. progresses. So. For sure. But I agree. Yeah, it, it is kind of interesting how it, it took a while. So, And I'm, I'm sure more of that will kind of come about. And who knows what kind of rumors we'll get from the court filings on that one. Uh, Not that the Watch 9 was anything incredible anyway. So, Right. You know, you're just, you know, <laughs> squeezing your fingers to adjust something whatever uh yeah (laughs) yeah it it would be worse if like uh it was the first watch ultra oh gosh i would hate to have that oh yeah but i mean the second gen there's really not too much change to that one either so there's not but whatever in either case that will wrap up this week's episode this is jd and riley we will catch you guys in the next one peace out